the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. God sent his only son, his sinless son, to die on Calvary's cross for you and me. Because of Jesus' sacrificial death, the gift of eternal life is available to anyone who chooses to receive it. Without the shed blood of Jesus, there would be no redemption for our sins. The Bible tells us that there is no salvation in any other. Without his selfless sacrifice, we would have no hope and no victory. Praise God for the gift of salvation and everlasting life. Listen in with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. Turn to the book of Malachi chapter 2 verses 1 through 9. Malachi chapter 2 verses 1 through 9. We will take up where we left off a few Sundays ago. The scripture says in Malachi chapter 2 verses 1 through 9, And now, O priest, this commandment is for you. If you will not hear, and if you will not take it to heart to give glory to my name, says the Lord of hosts, I will send a curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings. Yes, I have cursed them already because you do not take it to heart. Behold, I will rebuke your descendants and spread refuse on your faces, the refuse of your solemn feast, and one will take you away with it. Then you shall know that I have sent this commandment to you that my covenant with Levi may continue, says the Lord of hosts. My covenant was with him one of life and peace, and I gave them to him that he might fear me. So he feared me and was reverent before my name. The law of truth was in his mouth, and injustice was not found on his lips. He walked with me in peace and equity and turned many away from iniquity. For the lips of a priest should keep knowledge, and the people should seek the law from his mouth. For he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts, but you have departed from the way. You have caused many to stumble at the law. You have corrupted the covenant of Levi, says the Lord of hosts. Therefore, I also have made you contemptible and base before all the people, because you have not kept my ways, but have shown partiality in the law. Repeat after me the subject. The priests who were so near, yet so far. Yes, thank you so much. The priests who were so near, yet so far. In this particular passage, we have priests who were called by God to be his representative before the people of God. What a precious privilege and high calling to be charged with the responsibility of handling sacred things. These particular priests in the text, beloved, they were chosen by God. They wore uh, priestly garb, uh, garments, and apparel. They were in the temple, but they served God in the wrong way and with the wrong attitude. 
They were so near, they were visible, and yet they were so far from God, yet being so near in proximity. Beloved, is that you today? You are at the church, and I see that you have on the right clothes. I see the Bibles in your hand. Hold a Bible up. If you got a Bible, this is Maranatha Bible Church. Look at all the Bible. What a blessed sight in the sight of God. You got the Bible in your hand, but do you serve out of duty? Do you have to struggle to get to church? Is there a loss of joy in the church? Do you have a bad attitude in the church? Are you judgmental in the church, bored or sleepified in the church? Or perhaps do your mind wonder who knows where? You can have a Bible, you can have a position, and you can be well thought of. You can be so close, but yet so far from God. In this particular passage, we have broken it down this way, verses 1 through three is God's rebuke and warning to corrupt priests. Verses four and five is the divine privileges given to the priest. Verses six and seven is the qualities of a righteous priest. And verses eight and nine is the rebellion of the priest. I reiterate, let's say it together. Verses one, two, and three is what? God's rebuke and warning to the corrupt priest. Verses four and five is what? the divine privileges given to the priest. Verses six and seven is the qualities of a righteous priest. And verses eight and nine is the rebellion of the priest. Let's look at verses one, two, and three, God's rebuke and warning to the corrupt priest. Verses one through three says, if you will not hear and if you will not take it to heart to give glory to my name, says the Lord of hosts, I will set a curse upon you and I will curse your blessings. Yes, I have cursed them already because you do not take it to heart. Behold, I will rebuke your descendants and spread refuse on your faces, the refuse of your solemn feast, and one will take you away with the refuse, in other words. In verses 1 and 2, God rebukes the priests and gives them a stern, severe warning that if they would not hear God and heed him and serve, serve God with their whole heart in their priestly functions, they're going to be in big-time trouble. But this is the only way to give God glory. If the priest failed to take heed, God threatened to curse the priest and their blessing as well, which has already begun. God told the priest through the prophet Malachi, I will, you see that in the text? I will underline that. Underline that. Don't be afraid to write in your Bible unless it is not your Bible. That's a powerful, explosive statement that God says, I will curse your blessings. Now that's powerful. Repeat after me. I will curse your blessings. How many of you blessed in here? You know you're blessed. Amen. Don't you know if you treat God wrong and you get beside yourself and you get lifted up in pride, God knows how to curse your blessings. Like Job says, the Lord gives and the Lord, what, takes away? Blessed be the name of the Lord. I will curse your blessing, which meant that the priest uniquely functioned would no longer have the anointing from God, and their service in the temple would be vain and useless. Beloved, when you know what the Bible says and defiantly disobey it and do as you please, like the priest, God too will curse our blessings. 
God will take your job. He knows how to curse your blessing. He knows how to take your position. He knows how to take your status. He knows how to, to take your health, to, to take your dreams. God will cause the weapons formed against you, instead of not to prosper, to prosper. He'll break down your car, bring financial calamity in your home, allow confusion to dominate your home, and allow your enemies to get the best of you. You won't be like David who says, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Your enemies will have their way with you because you are so far from God and separated from God to God no longer will be your protector. And that's a dangerous thing when God curses blessings. So that's why it behooves all of us to stay humble and stay holy and stay right before a holy and just God. In verse 3, look at verse 3. It says, y'all see verse 3? Look at the text, the Bible. See what the Bible says. In verse 3 it says, Behold, I will rebuke your descendants. Underline that. Every phrase is so powerful. I will rebuke your descendants. The word descendants refers to what? Children. God would cause their children, the children of the priests, who were to be a blessing, to become a burden and bring grief and heartache in the home. He says, not only will I curse your blessings, I'll turn your own descendants against you. I'll cause your children to rise up against you, to cuss you out. I'll make them break your heart. I'll I'll watch them do, you do all for them, and then watch them just dishonor you and disrespect you. But I tell you what, when you walk with God and you have a holy walk with God, you tell God on that child and God will defend, God will humble that child and God can spank that child like a parent can't spank. And listen to your children, when you got parents who know the Lord, you better fear when they say, I'm going to tell God on you. <laughs> I'm going to tell God on you. I'm going to commit you to the hands of God. I'm tired of whipping you. I'm tired of, I'm tired of you getting beside you. I'm going to tell God. I'm going to tell God. But on the other side, we who are in authority get beside ourselves and disrespect God. God can use your own children to whoop you back to God. Are y'all listening to this? This is deep stuff. And the, uh, the Lord also says in verse 3, I will spread refuse on your faces and on your solemn feasts. The refuse from the sacrifice was taken outside of the camp, and it was to be burned. Look at Leviticus chapter 16, verse 27. Refuse, uh, the waste from animals, uh, were to be taken outside of the camp. Why? It's stinky. It's defiled, and and God didn't want defilement uh, in the camp. Amen? Leviticus chapter 16, verse 27, it says, The bull and the goats given as sin offerings, whose blood Aaron brought into the most holy place to make atonement for Israel, will be carried where? Outside the camp to be what? Burn. This includes the animal's hides, the internal organs, and the dung. The dung, the excrement from the animals. In other words, God was saying here that he would humiliate the priests by wiping their faces with the excrement from the sacrifices. Now, you know God was sick of them. I don't want want God to get that sick of me. 
In other words, God says, I've been smelling your stench for so long that it's now time for you to smell your own stench. Your own stench. And verse 3 says, and one will take you away with it. As excrement is taken from the animals and put outside the, the camp, he says, since you are stinky, we're going to put the stench out of the camp. That you today? Coming in here with beautiful smelling cologne and perfume, but yet your lifestyle is a stench before God. Amen. Playing the lottery and going to raise up unholy hands, that's stench. Amen. Stench. Come in here with a heart full of hate, stench. Come in here not even speaking to your spouse, that's stench. Amen. Coming in here and you've been sleeping around this week, dibbling, dabbling with folk that ain't, you, ain't, you ain't married to, stench. Stealing stuff that don't belong from you, paper clips and staplers and <laughs> pens and robbing time clocks, giving yourself credit for time you didn't work, and coming here talking about you honest, stench. Cheating on taxes, stench. Robbing God, stench. Not tithing, stench. Are you sticking up the place and are you like the priest that needs to be taken outside the camp because you are too full of stench? For the end of verse 3 says, and one will take you away with it. Let me tell you something. God knows how to dismiss you from this place. God knows how to dismiss you from this place. Let me tell you something. You think God needs you? You just die now and see if the church going to stop. You ain't that good. And me neither. Amen. All of us in here are replaceable. That should keep us um, humble before God. Look at verses 4 and 5. The divine privilege is given to the priest. Verse 4 says, Then you shall know that I have sent this commandment to you, that my covenant with Levi may continue, says the Lord of hosts. Verse 5, My covenant was with him, one of life and peace, and I gave them to him that he might be that he might fear me, so he feared me and was reverent before my name. You see here in verses 4 and 5, the priests were qualified to serve in the temple because they were descendants of the tribe of who? What tribe? The, descendants, the, the, the Levites were descendants of the tribe of Levi. Levi was considered to be the priestly tribe, right? Which, which was the tribe set apart for God for service. The tribe of Levi was set, set apart by God for service. The priests took the office of serving in the priesthood for granted, and they forgot the covenant which God made with Aaron and his grandson Phinehas. It was a great privilege to be a priest to minister in the temple and to teach the law of God to the people. But the priests had no fear of God, and their hearts were not right with God, even though they were descendants from the tribe of Levi, and even though they had priestly privileges, they took their privileges for granted. Is that you today? Some of you have been serving God so long in key critical positions. But now, have you allowed yourself to let go of the things of God? Become apathetic, a nonchalant, a philippant about what God has entrusted to you. Amen? It is better to resign your position than to half do it. 
Amen. If, 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 if you have to be forced to do what you're doing, or you can't flow in the Spirit of God as you do it, if you can't do what you're doing with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, if you can't serve God with, with a glad heart unto the Lord, realizing it is a privilege to be in the house of God, representing him, serving him before the people, you do not need to be where you are. If I had to drag myself up here, oh, I got to go down to Maranatha and preach to those folks. I sure hope half of them don't show up. That's crazy. I love what I do. You didn't come here this early for me to be playing and mess around with you. It's, it, it, it's, it's too early in the morning for us to be playing church. We need to be serious about God. I love what I do. I get here early because I can't wait to see you before God. Amen. Look at Numbers chapter. I mean, Levi was a priestly tribe set apart by God. They were given privileges the other 11 tribes were not given, you know, and then they, they take their position for granted. Look at Numbers chapter 1, verses 47 through 54. Numbers chapter 1, verses 47 through 54. L- look what it says. Look what it says. But the Levites were not numbered among them by their father's tribe. For the Lord has spoken to Moses, saying, Only the tribe of Levi you shall not number, nor take a census of them among the children of Israel. But you shall appoint the who? Levites over the tabernacle of the testimony over all its furnishers. Which tribe? Talk to me. And over all things that belong to it. They, who's the they? Okay, shall carry the tabernacle and all its furnishing. They, the who? Shall attend to it and camp around the tabernacle. And when the tabernacle is to go up, to go forward, the who shall take it down. And when the tabernacle is to be set up, the who shall set it up. Come on, y'all talking weak to me. The outsiders who come near shall be what? Put to death. Why? Because they were not of the tribe of? The children of Israel shall pinch their tents, everyone by his own camp, everyone by his own standard according to their armies. But the who? shall camp around the tabernacle of the testimony that there may be no wrath on the congregation of the children of Israel. And the who shall keep charge of the tabernacle of the testimony? The children of Israel did according to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so they did. You see there? And if anybody else were to to touch those things, they would what? Die because they were not authorized, only the tribe of which is the priestly tribe, was designated to handle sacred things before God and his people. Now, let's look back at uh, Malachi chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. Malachi chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. Then you shall know that I have sent this commandment to you, that my covenant with Levi may continue, says the Lord of hosts. My covenant was with him, one of life and peace, and I gave them to him that he might fear me. So he feared me and was reverent before my name. Beloved, what Malachi 2, 4, and 5 is saying is this. The only way to have life and peace is through a deep reverence for God and obedience to God. How many of you want to have your life full of peace and you want to have a prosperous life and a productive life to the glory of God? Let me see your hands. Okay, good. The only way to have life and peace is through a deep reverence for God and obedience to God's law. That's the way you have it. 
through reverence and obedience to God's divine law. In other words, God will bless and prosper those who are faithful to him. God will bless and, this verse, these verses are saying that God will bless and prosper those who are what? Faithful to them. I know that's why I'm blessed, because I'm being faithful to God. If you want your blessing, you be faithful. The same God that blessed me will bless you. Amen? And it's not just with money either. Amen. Every time they bless, oh, give me some money. Listen, listen, God keep your enemies off you is a blessing. Amen. God relieving some of that pain is a what? It's a blessing. Amen. I mean, when, when, when God gives you a better quality of life, that's a what? You may not get a raise on the job, but you retire on the job. That's a what? A blessing. You know, nine times you just want God, just God, I, I, if I don't get none, just let me hold a job. Amen. Let me just hold a job. Amen. When you start getting old, you really replace them because you get expensive to that company. Amen. They like to take shortcuts. And you know, and listen, they don't lose sleep over making financial decisions over you. I put in 30 years, and they're going to treat me like this. They say, so what? You are a business decision. Won't y'all say amen? Don't look at me like Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 40. I love this. Deuteronomy 4:40 says, You shall therefore keep his statutes and his commandments, which I command you today, that it may go well. I love that. Ooh, that it may go well with you. Y'all got to turn to Deuteronomy 4:40. Come on, maybe I'm come on, turn to Deuteronomy 4:40. You this is just too delicious spiritually for you not to hang with me. Oh, y'all, 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 y'all hanging with me? Okay, Deuteronomy 4.40, look what it says. You shall therefore keep his statutes and his commandments, which I command you today, that it may, underline this, that it may go what? Well with you and with your what? Children after you. Parents, you can, you can make it hard on your children by your lifestyle. Children struggle. Children get AIDS. Because of a promiscuous parents. Amen. Children can end up in homeless shelters because daddy gambled the money. Amen. Children suffer for parents getting caught and put in the pen. And children have to go stay with somebody else. And the family becomes fragmented. Children suffer because of your sins. Do you not know sin affects the whole family? It affects, and your children after you, and that you may prolong your days in the life which the Lord your God is giving for you all time. Let me tell you something. God can be, you can be so well-pleasing to the Lord, to the Lord say, I'm loving what you do so much, I just can't let you die right now. You know, you, I mean, I mean look, uh, uh, Enoch found so much favor with God, walking with God, communing with God, keeping God's law, obeying God's word, until God, God had, he was such good company until God couldn't even see the man die. He said, you're too good for me to see die. I mean, and so the scripture says, he walked with God and he was not. He was translated just from time to eternity. He said, man, you're so good until I just can't, just come on with me. Let me tell you something. If you're productive for God and you're useful for God and you love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength 
Let me tell you something. God will bless your days. And God will prolong your life. Amen. I mean, a, a cock can hit you, but won't kill you. Amen. How many of y'all been in some, some bad accidents and you know you should have been a garner? Come on here. How many of y'all had some falls? Uh, amen. How many of you been in some turbulent turbulence up there above the clouds? And you held a drop or a big sudden, you grabbed the seat like the seat was going to hold you. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Every time that, thing, that thing's shaking, I'm grabbing like, my, like I can hold the plane. But I'm glad while I'm holding the seat, God's holding me. <laughs> Do I have a witness here? When I'm holding that seat, oh God, he's holding me. He's holding me. Aren't you glad God's holding you? Amen. God, I keep you. I'm kept by the power of God. By the power of God. I'll cause it to go well with you and your children, and I'll prolong your days. I'll prolong your days. You won't just live. I'll, I'll give you a quality of life. Look at verses 6 and 7 before I get too happy with that. Verses 6 and 7. Y'all hanging with me? The, verses 6 and 7 is the qualities of a righteous priest. The qualities of a righteous priest. Look what it says in verses 6 and 7. The law of truth was in his mouth and injustice was not found on his lips. He walked with me in peace and equity and turned many away from iniquity. For the lips of a priest should keep knowledge and people should seek the law from his mouth. For he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. In verses 6 and 7, I see the qualities of a righteous priest. The first quality is the law of truth is in the priest's mouth. The law of truth, verse 6. That's the first quality. When you, a teacher of the word of God ought to speak truth from God. It ought not be with, mixed with error. ought to cut it straight. The law of truth was in his mouth. In other words, the priests were responsible to teach the word of God and to live it before the people. As Pastor Rander concludes this series... Let us respond to Jesus Christ's priceless sacrifice, freely given for our salvation, through never-ending praise, obedience to His Word, belief in His birth, burial and resurrection, thankfulness for our salvation, and remembering that the blood of Jesus will never lose its power. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located in Converse, Texas. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.